Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the great state of Arizona, I'm your host Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the broadcast, you can email us at rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on Gab and Gitter by searching for the show name, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Our website has all of the information that you need or might want to know about the show, my books, our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters, I encourage you to check them out, and a link to our Patreon page along with our T Public page. So, Patreon is behind the scenes videos, and our T Public page has all of our t shirts and uh, the little teeny tiny bit of merchandise that we have. We don't really push that a lot because we don't make much money off of it, but if you're interested, it is on the website. I'd like to welcome all of you to the broadcast, whenever and wherever you're listening around the world. If you're listening in the free show archive on our website, where you can listen and download all of the shows, there are advertisements in it, though. That's how we monetize the show. But if you'd like to get rid of those advertisements, we also have the subscription service on our website, which gets you access to a lot more. You get access to older shows. You get access to our montage archive. You get access to download and read all of my digital books, which in and of itself is, I think, pretty much the cost of the subscription. Plus, you also get a physical copy of one of my books when you subscribe for one year for $50. Just go to the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. You'll see a button that says subscribe, and you can read all of the details there. Plus, I know a lot of listeners have been taking advantage of this when you subscribe you will also get access to the show before it airs when the show is pre-recorded. www.thesecretteachings.info I'm really proud of all of you listening. Nobody sent me a threat. Nobody sent me hate mail. Nobody accused me of being an anti-Semite. Nobody accused me of anything horrible last night. It was, it was really nice. I think it's the first time we've done such a controversial, taboo show And all I got was praise from you listening. So I really appreciate that. Uh, DJ Rayner messaged me and said, back in the day, to be an animator at Disney wasn't a pleasant experience due to the workload. And that gave rise to the nickname Mauschwitz. I understand it's still called that in Orlando. I've actually heard people refer to Disney as Mauschwitz before. Uh, I'm not sure if that's tongue-in-cheek, but obviously, you know, when you have a big media company like Disney... It's going to be very, very uh, aggressive with its employees on how they uh, how they work. And I mean, I've seen, I've been in the animation room at Disney before. Uh, you know, they they had Nickelodeon there in Orlando because I lived there most of my life. And it's uh, it's it's pretty rigorous how these people do the animation. I mean, that's just here in our country. A lot of this animation is done overseas, and they're probably even stricter 
you know, Malschwitz is even worse in Asian countries where they do a lot of this drawing. Uh, but I, I appreciate that email, DJ Rayner. And then, of course, Scott Nyberg, who messages us on occasion. Scott messaged me and said, said some very kind things. He said that uh, he shares our sentiments that we have, and I'm just going to paraphrase this, we have this over-fascination with six million Jews dying in the 20th century. I know how taboo that is just to say that. You're saying six million Jews didn't die? No, nobody said that. Who said that? What I'm saying is, why are six million people that are Jewish more important than the hundreds of millions that were killed in the 20th century, including tens of millions at the same time the six million were supposedly killed? In fact, everybody loves Ukraine today. Everybody's got the blue and yellow flags. They're repping Ukraine. But what you might not know is about something called the Holodomor. And that was under Stalinist, communist, Soviet occupation of Ukraine. Nine million Ukrainians were starved to death or murdered by the Soviet communist government. Nine million Ukrainians. There isn't a Ukrainian Holocaust memorial every 30 feet in every major city in the United States. There isn't a a documentary a book. There isn't a book section in any bookstore that's Ukrainian Holocaust, the Holodomor. You'd be lucky if you can even find information on it if you type it into a, to a search engine like Google or DuckDuckGo. There's hardly any mention of it anywhere. You can't find information on it. Nobody cares about those 9 million Ukrainians. Nobody cares, cares about the 40 million people that Mao starved to death and murdered. Well, that was the, the low end of the number. Uh, historians actually believe now the number is closer to 80 million people. It was, 60, it was 40, 65. They killed 40 million people just to kill them. Then they killed another 20-plus million, 30-plus million with starvation. So Mao's clocking in at about 80, all right? You know, Mao's putting up numbers like Kobe did against the Raptors back in, like, what was that? He scored, like, 81 points, like, 10, 15 years ago. Remember that game? I mean, I was a Lakers fan back in the day, so I, I, was, I was watching that game. I think Kobe scored 81. I mean, th- th- those are Mal numbers. 80 million people just murdered, indiscriminately killed, slaughtered, had their intestines ripped out, organs harvested, you know, heads stomped in on the street. And a lot of that was after they went to struggle sessions and repented for their sins of being a human, of, of, of wanting to, to get food for their family or wanting to make crafts so they had a little extra money. Oh, no, 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 no. That's capitalist. We can't have that. You get murdered. So I really appreciate Scott and a lot of you who were mature last night and could deal with reality and facts and history and wonder, just like me, why are six million people more important than hundreds of millions of people? And it's not just World War II. I mean, it's I mean, the genocide in, in Bosnia, Serbia, Rwanda, uh, South America, North America, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. So. When Scott messaged me that, he went on to say in the email that he thought that I set the episode up for something else. Now, I didn't intend to do this, and uh, the emails that I got from listeners were not related to one another. They weren't emailing me about the same thing, Scott and DJ, but they're very, they are very similar because you know DJ mentioned that Orlando and Disney World, it's like, it's like Mauschwitz there. And Scott mentioned to me, he said, it sounds like you set up the show for the Sabbatian Frankist element of the Abrahamic religions. And 
I thought, that's a really great point. I wasn't going to go in that direction tonight. I was going to talk about the mouse house, but I wasn't going to go in the direction tonight. And I thought we should incorporate that component into this because it's a key element of the questions we were asking last night. Like, for example, for example, all we're hearing about in the news is genocide, war crimes, mobile crematoriums to burn bodies, filtration camps, swastikas burned onto bodies, mass graves, and brutal bodily decimation, cutting people's tongues out, etc. All presented to us as evidence of atrocities being committed by the Russians against the Ukrainian people, and not in my opinion, according to major news publications from The Atlantic, for example, to CNN, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, is a proud Jew. This is what they're saying, a proud Jew who gave us a Jewish hero in times of oppression and war. Now, what you might not know, unless you listened to last night's episode, is Zelensky, who also is an actor, claims that he wants to make Ukraine a big Israel. That's a quote, a big Israel. Now, one is not allowed to question the motivations behind these claims. One is not allowed to ask for proof of such things without being dismissed as an anti-Semite. According to mainstream news reports, and according to Zelensky himself, he was asked by a member of the EU, one of the heads of the EU states, so probably a big country, might have been Germany, for proof that there have been mass casualties, that there have been piles of Ukrainian bodies, mothers, fathers, children, because they haven't shown us the pictures. They haven't shown us the evidence. And everything from the ghost of Kiev to Snake Island has been fabricated. In fact, the mobile crematoriums have also been fabricated. The videos and the statements from the Ministry of Defense in the UK were based on 2013 videos of a Russian incineration company burning trash not Russian bodies, not Ukrainian Jewish bodies. But they say mobile crematoriums, war crimes, genocide, camps, swastikas, mass graves. Why? Because it all invokes the Holocaust again. And these are the very core elements of every Holocaust museum, book, documentary, movie, TV show, etc. Now, this isn't my opinion. This is the opinion of a very famous Jewish individual named Norman Finkelstein who wrote a book called The Holocaust Industry, where he said... And hold on to your anti-Semitic comments, though after last night I doubt that there are many people listening who feel that way. You're interested in this based on the emails I've gotten last night and this morning. He said the suffering of Jewish people, like any other people, the suffering of Jewish people throughout history is being marketed to shake down decent people. Don't you feel bad about Jewish suffering? You do? Okay, well then give us money so we can remember it. That's what Norman Finkelstein's book, The Holocaust Industry, in an oversimplified sense, suggested and documented. The suffering of Jewish people throughout history has been marketed to shake down decent people. Now, I submit that the same shakedown is being used by taking LGBTQIA individuals and using them as a shield to advance political agendas. The Democratic Party in particular is compulsively, obsessively, and fetishizingly 
They are obsessed, they are compulsive, and they are fetishizing Ukraine in the same way that they are over LGBTQIA plus matters. Now, within this weird obsession is the marketing of pornography and perversity to children, as was done by liberal communist subversives in the 1920s in Weimar, Germany. That's a key element of this conversation that never gets told in history books. Yes, people wanted Adolf Hitler to come to power because he vowed to put a stop to the decimation of the German economy, to the decimation of the German military, to the decimation of the German family, to the decimation of German culture. And the German people had a right to protect and to defend and to preserve in the same way that the Russians have a right to protect and to defend and to preserve. The fact that 14,000 Russians have been slaughtered in eastern Ukraine is something that the nightly news just leaves out of the equation, leaves out of the broadcast. That doesn't mean that the Russians should kill Ukrainians if they are. That doesn't mean the Russians should commit war crimes if they are. If they are, those people should be brought to justice. I don't see why that needs to be stated. That seems like an obvious fact. But there's not a, according to the media, a logical reason. Putin's just insane, just like Hitler. Hitler was just insane. He had no reason to think or to do the things that he did. On the contrary, Putin actually has a lot of reason behind what he's doing. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's right, but there's a reason behind it that makes a lot more sense than what we're told. There's a reason that Adolf Hitler did the things that he did, and it's a lot more complicated than things that we are told about Hitler historically. He's just crazy. I'm going to read you something from Mein Kampf. I know it's terrifying. Who would dare own a copy of this horrible book? Well, I thought since... The last time I went to the bookstore, I saw biographies on Stalin and Mao, and everybody loves them. You know, everybody loves Mao and Stalin. Everybody loves communism. There's communist manifestos. There's Karl Marx and Engels and Trotsky and Lenin. They're all over the place, just proudly displayed in liberal bookstores and even bookstores that aren't liberal because that's what people want in bookstores. They're just capitalists, so they're selling that to the public. And I want to read you the taboo book here. Listen to what Hitler said. And I'm not a fan of Hitler. Okay, I'm not a supporter of Hitler. I'm not a Nazi. I'm not a national socialist. All right. I'm a libertarian if I have to define myself. But listen to what Hitler said and tell me if this couldn't be applied to the education system today, to media today, and of course, to Disney today. Now, I'm going to remove the word Jew because I don't find that it necessarily fits into the equation per se, and I find it to be diversionary. But listen to this statement. This is from Mein Kampf. I know, I know, I know, it's scary. One needed only to look at the posters announcing the hideous productions of the cinema and theater and study the names of the authors who were highly lauded there in order to become permanently adamant on blank questions. Now let's just take the word Jewish out and enter into the equation, enter into the Mad Lib, this mysterious force that is behind perverting children that is behind showing them pornography in schools and showing them that in TV shows and movies, etc. Here was a pestilence, a moral pestilence from which the public was being infected. It was worse than the Black Plague of long ago. And in what mighty dose this poison was manufactured and distributed. Naturally, the lower the morale and intellectual level of such an author of artistic products, the more inexhaustible his fiducity. Can't say that word, can I? 
fisundity. Sometimes it went so far that one of these fellows acting like a sewage pump would shoot his filth directly into the face of the members of the human race. It was a terrible thought, and yet it could not be avoided that the greater number of blank seemed specially designed by nature to play this shameful part. The fact that nine-tenths of all the smutty literature, artistic tripe, and theatrical banalities had to be charged to the account of people who formed scarcely 1% of the nation, that fact could not be gainsaid. It was there. It had to be admitted. Now, whether you like Hitler or not, I don't know anybody who likes Hitler except a bunch of moron national socialist Nazis who think that they're, they're, they're fighting evil or something. But listen to what Hitler said. Less than 1% of the, scarcely 1% of the population was behind producing all of the smut, all of the filthy literature, all of the artistic tripe, all of the theatrical banalities. That's what's happening today. Okay, it's not an individual who thinks they're in a man's body or a woman's body or someone who's born a hermaphrodite. But transgenders and LGBTQIA individuals you know, comprise like, it's like 5% of the population. Trans people in particular, which seems to be at the top of the totem pole of LGBTQIA+, comprise less than 0.7% of the population. So where is the money Where is the power coming from to exercise such an immense influence over society? You would think that trans people make up 99.3% of the population. Instead, they make up 0.7%. Who is that concerned about trans people? They're dumping billions of dollars into entertainment, into media, into politics. What it really is, is using a tiny itsy-bitsy minority to advance a political agenda. And it's using a grossly misunderstood itsy-bitsy minority to advance a political and cultural agenda. In the same way that Norman Finkelstein wrote in the Holocaust industry that Jewish suffering has been used throughout history and in the modern day as a marketing advertising tool to shake down decent people and make a profit. And as Adolf Hitler said the same, the fact that nine-tenths of all smutty literature, which is interesting, the fact that if you read this statement, Hitler said not all Jews, just most of them, and not all literature, not all media, not all entertainment, but most of it was being produced by the same people. And the one statement is just kind of, Seems hyperbolic, but he said that these people act like a sewage pump that just spray this garbage and filth into your face, which is what you see on the nightly news. It's what you see on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and every other streaming platform. It's what you see when you turn on any kind of political conversation, radio, TV, etc. It's what you see in the movies. It's what you see in TV shows. It's what you see in print. That's Weimar Germany, and that's what Hitler put it into. Now, it's interesting because the Russians have come out and said that what's happening today is, at least in in, uh, Western society, is that we're going to see the rise of liberal, fascist, basically fascist dictatorships that are going to come to power because the people are going to have enough with this smut with this perversity 
He called it liberal Nazi dictators. This is liberal Nazi dictators may take power in U.S. and Europe, Russia claims. According to Sergei Narishkin, Russia's Foreign Intelligence Service, and this is interesting, he chose this word, choice, uh, this word. He said, the so-called Russian world is determined, quote, to defend the right of its own identity in the face of aggressive globalism, precisely what Germany did in the 30s, embodied in U.S. hegemony, NATO's expansion, the policy of liberal interventionism, and LGBT propaganda. I don't know if that's just a talking point, but I find that interesting nonetheless. LGBT propaganda, because in Russia, they're not having the hormone blockers. They're not having the puberty blockers. They're not having the sexual reassignment surgery for five-year-olds. They're not letting people have their breasts cut off and their genitals mutilated. They're not allowing this to happen to children. Now, if you're an adult and want to do that, that's fine. Okay, But a child plays dress-up. They dress up like a firefighter. Okay, You don't throw them down a, a metal pole and tell them, as a five-year-old, all right, you're a firefighter. Throw them down the pole. Uh, you want to be an astronaut? All right, throw them in the, in, in, in the ocean. Hey, just swim. That's how astronauts train. They go into water. They train. Weightlessness. Just throw them in the ocean. We don't do that, okay, because kids are playing dress-up. Kids are playing games. <laughs> kids aren't, aren't actually astronauts. You know, we don't put them on a horse when they want to be a cowboy and smack the horse and let it ride off and the, the kid get trampled. That's insanity. But here's the point. Here's the point. The Jerusalem Post published a Gallup poll that showed, well, actually, it's the Jerusalem Post and the Israel National News. Israel National News published a Gallup poll showing that the biggest supporters of LGBTQ were Jews. The biggest supporters of homosexuality were Jews. The biggest supporters of pretty much anything and everything that was considered morally depraved were, were Jews. And that's according to Israel National News. That's a, it's a mainline publication. They were proud of it. The Jerusalem Post posted that 50% of all campaign contributions to the Democratic Party come from Jewish people. So it's not really a surprise, is it, that the Democratic Party is obsessed with LGBTQ when the capital of LGBTQ, the gay capital of the world, literally is Tel Aviv, Israel. Look that up. They're proud of it. It's not a big surprise then that children are being taught about pornography in school. I'm going to play you some clips about that when we come back. They're being taught about oral sex in school, perversity in school, just like Weimar Germany. Talk about a repeating of history. It's kind of a weird thing, isn't it? What do you think about all of this? We're going to talk about Sabbatianism and Frankism, which is at the root core of this. Jews, just like LGBTQ people, are being used as a shield to advance horrifying political and culturally depraved agendas. And we're going to expose it here on The Secret Teachings tonight. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. The music, white bat audio. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Let us know what you think, and we'll be back. You are hearing the sound between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK. Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. 
Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is John Peasy at JohnPeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teaching. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. I read a really interesting story, although it came from CNN, about a children's book series called The Tuttle Twins. I paid attention to it because I actually got a collection of Tuttle Twins books for my son for when he's homeschooled, my son Fox. And they have an entire economics course to teach about free market economics and things of this nature. Got that for him, too. They had a Black Friday sale. It was like 80% off, so it was really, really cheap. And uh, he's not going to be going to school for a while, but I thought I would get it. It was very cheap and just kind of hold on to it. But the little books that they have for kids, for teenagers, even for young adults, I think even the, the, the toddler books are probably good for adults. And I don't promote it a lot, but we actually have an affiliate program with them. On our website, thesecretteachings.info, if you click on the slider bar, you'll see a link to the Tuttle Twins. You can go and check out what they have. I mean, I like their content. I like what they have. You know, if you go to their website, tuttletwins.com, this is because, uh, you know, CNN has ruthlessly attacked this company. They're basically teaching kids about the rule of law, 
They're teaching kids about what it means to be truly equal. They're teaching kids about economics. They're teaching kids about history. They're teaching kids about competition, individual rights, the non-aggression principle, personal responsibility, protectionism, and a number of other issues. And they teach them to young kids, kids in high school, young adults, and even adults. I mean, again, I think adults should read the toddler books. They'll probably learn a lot from them. But CNN said that these books that are being pushed into the minds of kids are meant to defend against socialism, Marxism, collectivism, and media lies. And they're taking that partly from the Tuttle Twins website. They also go on to say, this is a quote from CNN, you have the emergence of a full-on right-wing children's entertainment complex. Its sole mission to fight what the right sees as liberal indoctrination with some indoctrination of its own. Now, the first time you read something like that, even for somebody like me, it sounds like CNN is making a really good point. Well, of course, Republicans want their children to think the way that they do. And liberals want their children to think the way that they do. And Muslims want their children to be Muslim. And Christians want their children to be Christian. And Jews, by default, well, usually as long as you're As long as your mother is Jewish, you become Jewish. If your father's Jewish, then it doesn't necessarily count. And In fact, my son's mom, her dad is Jewish, so she's technically Jewish. I guess my son is kind of Jewish, you know, but I don't care. I don't care to tell people that. That's not not my identity. It's not going to be his identity. But here's the thing. When you have two systems of what CNN calls indoctrination, basically admitting that liberalism is indoctrinating children. They're saying, yeah, but Republicans do it too. Like when I used to wear the Hillary Clinton for prison shirt and people would say, yeah, but George Bush did bad things. And I said he should be in prison too. And then they would malfunction and not know what to do. CNN's right. Conservatives are indoctrinating their children. And I'm sure they're indoctrinating their children with absolute nonsense. But this isn't about liberal and conservative because both sides have lost the base. This is about the difference between education and indoctrination. Let me give you an example. If CNN is admitting that what kids are learning in school is, sure, liberal indoctrination, but let's not replace it with Republican conservative indoctrination because it's still indoctrination. Let me play you what some children have access to on the Internet, where some schools are directing kids to go look to learn about sexuality. Here's a clip from a website called amaze.com, A-M-A-Z-E. These are videos that are in cartoon form for children that are very, very, very young, like fifth graders, fourth graders, third graders. Take a listen to this. This is what kids are being encouraged to do. It's kind of perverted. Yes, it's normal. Lots of people watch porn. After all, it's right there and it's free. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. This little girl pops up, little cartoon girl. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. Now, this isn't for like 19-year-olds. This is for like five, six, seven-year-olds. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. Listen to that again. Yes, it's normal. 
Lots of people watch porn. After all, it's right there and it's free. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. And then you have that music with the little the wood block. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. Dun, 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 dun. Think about that for a second. Encouraging kids to watch any kind of pornography would be bad enough. But considering the fact, as we discussed last week on the show, the porn identity, which I thought was a clever name, the porn identity. When you're showing kids porn that is predominantly incest, I think that takes it to a new level, doesn't it? If you don't know what the porn industry is doing, the porn industry, according to porn stars, producers, and both conservative and liberal mainstream media websites, everybody's asking the same question. Why is incest so popular? Even porn stars, even ladies in porn, porno actors are like, why am I always being cast as the stepmom? Why am I always being cast as the stepdaughter? Somebody has to be financing the porn industry. I mean, my friend Mike D called me the other day and we were talking about this. And he said, do you know anybody who has a porn subscription? And I said, I've never really thought about that before, Mike. But no, I don't know anybody who has a porn subscription. And he starts naming like, he's like, he's like, I don't know anybody who has a, who, who has a login to browsers? You know, who has a lot? Like, I mean, if you do, it's not a judgmental thing. I don't care. Watch porn. That's not the point. The point is there's so much free porn. Who, who's subscribing to these porn sites? You know, even if you do subscribe to a porn site, the point is most of it's incest now and it's bad enough to introduce kids to porn at a young age and teach them, oh, it's okay to watch porn when you're very, very young. These are like fifth graders, fourth graders. These are young kids. But when you consider the fact that most porn is incest now, it makes it even more perverted. And we can ask the same question about incest as we can ask about LGBTQIA in general. Why is it that 0.7% of the population is represented as if they represent 99.3% of the population. Why is it that you can get free porn anywhere, any time of day, anywhere that you can access the internet? You know, with the exception of maybe a few coffee shops that block porno websites, you can get free porn anywhere, anytime. You can download free porn, high definition. And yet, most porn now is incest, and they're just pumping it out hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos a week. Different companies, most of them owned by the same company, meaning that it's being financed, it's being funded, it's being directed. This is what somebody somewhere is ordering, incest pornography. Here's another one, teaching kids about oral sex. Whether oral sex counts as sex is really up to you. First, of, Okay, first of all, hold on, I got to rewind it, hold on. First of all, this woman's voice is just like the most classic, disgusting, liberal teacher. That kind of, whether it's, whether it's sex or not is like up to you, okay? It, it, I'm sure this woman's got like a unicorn backpack. Whether oral sex counts as sex is really up to you. It's up to you, up to you. Ugh. Generally through the ages, sex was assumed as vagina penile sex. But many people will choose not to have that kind of sex, like me. I'm gay, so if sex is just a penis and a vagina, then I guess my boyfriend and I will never have sex. 
for me. So I'm really confused. I don't know. This sounds like a woman speaking, but then she's also gay, but she has a boyfriend as a partner. I don't know if that means her girlfriend is also a I have no idea. Oral sex is definitely sex, but ultimately it's up to you to decide what you believe counts as sex. This is this is for children, by the way. This isn't for adults. This is for kids. Okay, so they're teaching kids about pornography. They're teaching kids about oral sex. I thought we should teach kids maybe about, I don't know, math, maybe how to open up a checking account. You know, I, I don't agree with credit cards really, but, you know, how to maybe apply for a credit card. I mean, like practical life things, how to cook a meal, how to go to the grocery store, how to put gas in your car. But no, instead, it's let's teach kids about porn. For more information on porn, yes. click here. It's normal. Lots of people watch porn. After all, it's right there and it's free. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. <laughs> Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. So here's the question going back to the CNN article where they say the right wing children's entertainment complex is upon us. And they basically admit that the liberal indoctrination is indoctrination. But if we replace it, it'll just be replaced with conservative indoctrination. So here's the thing. You ever seen that meme where the guy in the blue shirt pushes down this other guy and pushes him toward the guy in the red shirt and the guy in the red shirt picks up the other guy and then the guy in the blue shirt says, hey, what are you doing with the enemy? That's that's what this is, okay? Let me try to explain this in another way from a personal point of view. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a liberal. I'm, I'm kind of a libertarian. I just like to look at things based on a case-by-case situation, okay, in terms of information. I'm not, you know, left or right. I'm not black or white. I'm not pro or anti. You give me a situation, we'll discuss it. For example, here in Arizona, abortion is now illegal after 15 weeks, including, from what I've read, I don't know if this is entirely true, from what I've read, including if you've been raped. Now, personally, I don't necessarily agree with that. If you've been raped, and there's got to be some point of proof in this scenario, then maybe abortion is a good thing, okay? But the point is, I'm not black or white, left or right. However, I will say, if conservative indoctrination means my kids get to learn about a free market system, if that means they get to learn about competition, responsibility, individual rights, the non-aggression principle, then sign me up for conservative indoctrination, If liberal indoctrination means my kids are going to be taught how to give oral sex to their girlfriend, boyfriend, nobody can figure out who they are, and they're going to be taught to watch incest porn in fourth grade, then somebody needs to go to jail because that's not even indoctrination. That is grooming. That is perversity. That is pedophilia. And for the record, Pizzagate and all that, as far as I'm concerned, was a giant, fat, psychological operation to confuse the public, to bait and switch things that really matter like Ghislaine Maxwell and the perversion of children's entertainment and adult entertainment with all of this disgusting smut and sewage. So if that means my kid's going to be told that you should be a responsible person, that you should help others, that you should be a moral person. This is what morality means. You should accept others despite the fact that they might look different. They have a different belief system. They eat different food. We don't need to teach kids. You should be nice to gay people. 
You should be nice to people who don't eat meat. You should be nice to... They don't need to be taught you should be nice to this specific group of people. Just be nice to everybody unless they're not nice to you. Isn't that just common sense? I'd rather my kids learn about free markets and competition and individual rights and personal responsibility and equal protection under the law than about how to give a blowjob as a young girl to a boy identifying as a girl, so they're technically, I guess, lesbians, but he still has a penis as the girl, so she can give him a blowjob, and that's not technically sex. Or maybe it is sex. Okay? This is what the tobacco industry did in a minor way. Okay? With the public's brain. They told the public just enough to make the public doubt that cigarettes were harmful. And that's all they needed to do. That's what the food industry does today. That's what the meat and dairy industry does today. Every major study shows that women in particular who drink milk will have thinner, uh, more hollow bones. You'll get osteoporosis. Your bones will get more brittle and fragile. It's in every single scientific study unless it's been produced by the milk industry. And yet we're told the exact opposite that milk is good for your bones because there's calcium, which calcium is good. But once again, doubting reality becomes really difficult to figure out what's going on. So again, if I have a choice between porn for a five-year-old and here's how to be nice to everybody and treat everybody equally, um, I don't consider that to be indoctrination. I consider that to be the way we build a better, safer, more inclusive, more equitable, more just, more equal society. The thing that the people pushing the porn say that they're all about, but that's not what they're really about. Okay, they're people like this. They're people like teachers that have green, yellow, purple, red hair and studs in their face, like piercings, studs in their face. Okay, and they're teaching their kindergarten, preschool, first grade, second grade class. Well, they can't do that in Florida anymore, but they're teaching their kindergarten, first grade, second grade class about how they they're pansexual or about how they 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 don't have traditional sex. Why are you telling that to a child? You're a teacher teaching kids. Listen to this. Here's one of these teachers. Man, y'all thought me uh, teaching the children about me being poly was crazy. But not only that, but they also know that I'm gender fluid. This was all well and good until October when I also explained to them that I'm pagan, so I am also a witch. <laughs> I come into work and one of the children goes, Lois, are you a boy? You have short hair. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm also a witch. I just used to pick these identities. I'm, I'm, I'm a pagan. I'm a witch. Okay, I'm Polly. Like, what is wrong with these people? I'm more of a witch than this person is. And his sister goes, no, Lois is a girl. And a third child... Who's my favorite? Suddenly yells, no, guys, we've been over this. Lois isn't a boy or a girl. Lois is a witch. I I don't even know how to respond to that except to play the next one. This is a a queer teacher in Florida talking about the so-called don't say gay bill, which isn't actually what it's called. Listen to this. Hi, I'm a queer teacher, and I 1,000% do not support this bill. And yes, I do know what's in it. The bill in itself is just another way to stigmatize the LGBTQ plus community. Kids as young as three and four are actually aware of their gender identity, even if they don't have the language for it. 
also very aware of who they like and who they don't like. Heterosexuality is pushed on our kids on a daily basis at a very young age. Media, through books, the first Disney movie that you saw. To say that pre-K through third grade are not ready for such topics is actually internalized homophobia and transphobia. They're very much ready for these topics and are way more accepting than adults when it comes to discussing these topics. We can talk about gender, gender assumptions, pronouns, all the things. And it is child development appropriate and age appropriate. No, it is it is child development abuse. It is child abuse. It is pedophilia. It is perversity. It is smut. It is sewage being sprayed into your face blatantly in the name of acceptance and justice. It's disgusting. It's perverse. You don't teach children about pornography and oral sex. You don't teach children about incest. All right. This is the sexualizing of children. So CNN says, hey, it's the right wing entertainment complex. Well, if the right wing entertainment complex wants to teach kids about morality and wants to teach kids about responsibility, sign me up for some right wing indoctrination. Then otherwise, it's not right wing or left wing. It's teach kids about how to be responsible and respectful to everybody. Or you can teach them how to give a blowjob to somebody identifying as a girl, even though they have a penis. So it's one or the other. One's indoctrination, one's education. One builds a perverse, decaying, crumbling society. One builds a better society for all people with true justice and equality under the law when it's actually exercised and not run by perverted pieces of trash that run around with their their bodies deformed, not knowing what planet they're on. I got an email from a listener last night, Scott Nyberg. Scott Nyberg said some of the questions we asked, especially the question of why six million Jews in the 20th century are more important than the tens of millions of other people who were slaughtered in one fashion or another. And he said that he thought I set the episode up for the Sabbatian Frankist element of the Abrahamic religions. And I wanted to talk about that briefly here because even though I didn't intend to set the show up for that, there's an interesting correlation between Disney World, which was founded by a literal Nazi, and everything happening in Ukraine, as per what we're told in the media, genocide, war crime, mobile crematoriums, filtration camps, swastikas, mass graves, and ridiculous propaganda like Russians are cutting Ukrainian tongues out. Where Zelensky, who's proudly Jewish, has said Ukraine is going to be a big Israel. That's what he wants. He wants it to be a big Israel. And you're not allowed to question any of these narratives. You don't support Ukraine. You're anti-Semitic. Now, the Democratic Party in particular is really obsessed with LGBTQIA. They're really obsessed with things like Ukraine and Zelensky. Want to give them money. Money, 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 billions and billions. We've doubled our money that we've given to Ukraine. Now it's like $14 billion. Joe Biden just authorized another $500 million the other day. It's like Norman Finkelstein wrote in the Holocaust industry. The suffering of the Jewish people throughout history is being marketed to shake down decent people. And I believe the shakedown is also being used with any LGBTQ individual as a shield against criticism to advance a political agenda. The Democratic Party is obsessed with these matters. The Democratic Party is obsessed with these things. And you would wonder, much like I wonder about the porn industry, where do they get all this money for incest? Who's promoting this? And then we have 
Amaze.com promoting porn to children, and you realize, well, they're not just promoting porn, they're promoting incest to children. Who's paying for this? And you ask the same question about the Democratic Party and LGBTQI. Who's paying for this? Such a small percent of the population, who's paying for this? Well, it turns out, according to mainline Jewish publications in Israel, such as the Jerusalem Post, Jewish people contribute to 50% of all campaign donations to the Democratic Party. Tel Aviv, Israel is the LGBTQ capital of the world, and Jewish people are the biggest supporters, according to a Gallup poll, of these issues, including communism and, funny enough, national socialism, which is Nazism, because Israel was literally founded by Nazis. The Havara Agreement. Jews actually support moral depravity in their own words, being proud of it, than atheists. Now, that doesn't mean Jews are bad. It means the Jewish identity is being used and Jewish suffering historically is being used, as Norman Finkelstein said, to advance political agendas using Jews as shields, using homosexuals as shields to deflect criticism. So rather than getting mad at me, you should be mad at the people that are using Jews and homosexuals as shields to advance their agendas. I know that might be a little bit hard to kind of, you know, comprehend or rewire in your brain, but think about it for a second. In the 1920s, this was the Weimar years of Germany, a Russian Jew named Ziev Vladimir Jobotinsky founded what was called Revisionist Zionism. His goal was to seize Palestine with, quote, an iron wall of Jewish bayonets. Ziev wanted to create, quote, with sweat and blood, a race of men, strong, brave, and cruel, end quote, that would establish Eretz Yisrael from the Nile to Euphrates in Iraq. Now let's go back to the 1600s. Sabatai Zavai. Sabatai Zavai was a black magician and a rabbi who claimed to be the Jewish Messiah. Fast forward just a little bit to a man named Jacob Frank. Jacob Frank claimed to be a reincarnation of this false Jewish Messiah, Sabatai Zavai. Jacob Frank also claimed to be the biblical patriarch Jacob. Now, Sabatai Zavai in the 1600s led the largest messianic movement in Jewish history to return Jews to Palestine. Under threat of probably execution, he converted to Islam under the Sultan of Turkey, the Turkey-based Ottoman Empire, and his followers did the same. So these Jews became Muslim, and the word donma became applied to them. Donma means to turn. Now, the donma, because they integrated into this, this Muslim culture in the Ottoman Empire, became really powerful in politics and business, particularly in Greek Macedonia and southern in the southern Balkans. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Zabate Zavai used Judaism and his claimed messianic, uh, messianic uh, Messiah title to invert Jewish traditions, teachings, laws, morality, and sexual taboos, to replace them basically with an inverted version. Guilt in this system of belief was eliminated. 
debauchery was celebrated. This is Sabatian Zavai, or Sabatian Frank, Sabati Zavai, Sabatian Frankism is what we call it now, or Sabatianism. It's an inversion, it's a perversion of classical, traditional Jewish beliefs. Sabatianism forbids Jews to marry outside of their sect. They change the sacred concept of fasting into a concept of feasting. So they've inverted all of these things. Frankism, on the other hand, which was basically an extension of Sabatianism, did something very similar. It promoted depravity as a form of worship and sacrilege. Sabatian Frankism together is an inverting of Jewish tradition and a promoting of debauchery and depravity, including sexual perversion. Now I ask the question, do you see what's behind LGBTQIA? Do you see what's behind the obsession over Jews and six million people dying in the 20th century? Do you see the obsession over Disney and teaching kids about pornography? I think it's really clear. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy. This is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Broadcasting from the edge of thought and consciousness, it's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears 
Sanders spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of the Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for tuning in whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. Welcome to the Secret Teachings. Tonight, we also welcome you to Mauschwitz. Mauschwitz. I'll tell you more about that as the show progresses. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. If you'd like to support the show, please grab a copy of one of my books on the website, Food Philosophy, a little bit about geoengineering, a little bit about the food industry, deception in the food industry, the technological elixir, UFOs, artificial intelligence, the music industry, and a lot more, including a whole section on COVID-19, and my book, Occult Arcana, a massive compilation of esoterica, mythology, etc. throughout the ages. Those books are on our website at thesecretteachings.info. Please grab a copy. If you buy the physical book, you can also get the digital copy for free. We do sell the digital copies separately. Uh, Those are all on the website. And of course, if you want to get a free copy of one of those books, subscribe to our archive for one year. You'll get that. You'll get access to the show when it's pre-recorded, and you'll be able to listen to it before the show broadcasts in the evening, Monday through Friday, You get access to the montages, you get access to the digital books, and you get all of that as part of your subscription, www.thesecretteachings.info. I also want to thank Ryan Withers up in Canada and Peter A. Joy, who were very generous in donating to our computer fund so that we can get a new computer here for the studio. Something, you know, relatively cheap, not like one of those $5,000 Apple computers that you know, have all the fancy equipment. I'd like to get an iMac. So those are probably going to run like $1,400 with everything. And uh, Ryan Withers, Peter Joy, thank you so much for donating. I really appreciate it. Uh, We also got a a small donation from David Curry as well. I appreciate that, David. And we've had a lot of people buy books the last couple of days. uh, Way too many names to even name. I mean, I can give you a couple. uh, Gary Ryder, who subscribed, Robert Cameron, uh, Emerson Parker, Stephen Quantiliani. I'm sorry, Stephen, I butchered your name. Uh, John Clinton, Chantel Smith, uh, William Check, Ben DeForge, Nicholas Solmia, Tyson Norton, and uh, a bunch of others. Thank you so much for supporting this show, subscribing, buying a book, etc. Really, really appreciate it. We would not be here if it were not for you. We would not be here if it were not for 
the interests that all of you listening have. One of our listeners named Scott messaged me after last night's show and said that he shares my sentiments. I know a lot of you actually do after getting so many emails last night. You share my sentiments with this uh, fascination in the 20th century with 6 million Jewish people dying while we ignore hundreds of millions of others that have been slaughtered ruthlessly and indiscriminately. In fact, if anything makes those 6 million Jews dying unique, it's the discriminate targeting of Jewish people. Everywhere else in the world, the starvation and the murder has been indiscriminate. Mao killed 60 to 80 million people. Most people don't even know who Mao Zedong is. Joseph Stalin killed 28 to 30 million people. Not 500 years ago. Okay, in the 20th century. And Scott, one of our listeners, he said, sounds like, um, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but it sounds like you set up the show for Sabatian Frankism. And I did not set up the show for that, but I mentioned it very briefly at the end of the last segment. I want to recap that for you real quick. In the 1920s, a guy named Ziev Jabotinsky formed a version of Judaism that became known as Revisionist Zionism. His goal was to seize Palestine with a, quote, iron wall of Jewish bayonets and establish a greater Israel from the Nile to the Euphrates in Iraq, expanding the state of Israel. Now, what you might not know is that Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, who's proudly Jewish and who's being promoted by the mainstream media as a Jewish hero, said he aims to make his country a, quote, big Israel. Keep that in mind. Two guys are responsible for the creation of what we know as Sabbatianism and Frankism or Sabbatian Frankism. They're basically the same idea. Take something sacred, take something divine, take something holy, take something pure, invert it and pervert it. Sabate Zavai, who lived in the 1600s, was a black magician and a rabbi who claimed to be the Jewish Messiah. He led the largest Messianic movement in Jewish history to return the Jews to Palestine. Under threat of death, within the Turkey-based Ottoman Empire, Sabate Zavai and his followers turned, they became the Donma, they turned to become Muslims. Through this turning, they became very powerful in politics and business. And with all this power and wealth, Zavai used Judaism and his Messianic title to invert Jewish traditions, teachings, laws, and morality, as well as sexual taboos while the very fundamental component of what makes us human, feeling guilt and remorse, that firewall to psychopathy, was removed. Guilt was eliminated. No feeling of guilt. You are special. You are God's chosen people. Do what thou wilt. That is Sabbatianism. Frankism came along a little bit later, in the 1700s. Jacob Frank claimed to be a reincarnation of Sabate Zavai. And he also claimed to be related to the biblical patriarch Jacob. Now, Frankism, 
basically Sabbatianism extended or expanded. See if this sounds familiar to you. It promoted depravity as a form of worship. It promoted empathy as sacrilege. No empathy. No morality. No guilt. Depravity and debauchery were holy. Think about what is happening to our society today. You know, rather than looking at someone who maybe has a handicap, we're not even allowed to call them handicapped anymore. We have to, as George Carlin said, call them physically enabled or physically disabled or bodily enabled. Something to that effect, right? This soft language. In fact, you go drive around most cities, you see bumper stickers that say, proud of my autistic son, proud of my handicapped daughter. I've seen things like that. I don't know why you can't just be proud of your son or your daughter, why it has to be broadcast to random drivers on the street that you're proud of a handicap or an autistic child. I don't know why we need to teach kids to be nice to trans people when they should be taught to be nice and accepting of all people, regardless of their skin color, regardless of what they're eating for lunch. Sabatian Frankism is the promotion of depravity and debauchery as holy, sacred, and divine. Jacob Frank went further, promoting human and animal sacrifices, and Frank declared, I know because of the the mumbo-jumbo and the internet and the Pizzagate nonsense, and I, I don't buy any of that, that this next line is kind of, kind of confusing, which I think is the point of those things like Pizzagate and QAnon. But Jacob Frank promoted human and animal sacrifices and declared that Lucifer was their God. Okay? Jacob Frank then aligned in 1773 with Meyer Amstel Rothschild, of course, the founder of the financial Rothschild dynasty out of Frankfurt, Germany. Jacob Frank also made an alliance with the Jesuit Adam Weishaupt, the founder of the Bavarian Illuminati in 1776. That's right. Jacob Frank, Sabate Zavai, Sabatian Frankism, was behind the creation of the Rothschild banking dynasty and the formation of the real, the actual Bavarian Illuminati. Not this Illuminati concept, idea, and meme but the real secret society known as the Illuminati. Now, what a lot of people also don't know, and this is a a very taboo subject, is the British government in the mid-18th century attempted to create a distorted version of Islam in order to get a better hold on the Muslim world. So they used a front man named Muhammad ibn Abd al-Wahhab, Abd al-Wahhab made an alliance with Muhammad bin Saud, founder of the Saudi state, whose successors formed the current Saudi Arabia, along with uh, other groups. Now, Wahhab's daughter, the original frontman for the British government, Wahhab's daughter married Muhammad bin Saud's son. Now, what a lot of people really, really don't know is that both families, Muhammad ibn Abd al-Wahhab, and which is Wahhabianism, and Muhammad bin Saad, 
were not actually Muslim in the traditional sense. They were crypto-Jews. They were crypto-Jews. The house of Saad is actually thought to be descended from Mordecai bin Ibrahim bin Mushi, a Jewish merchant from Basra in Iraq. Meaning that the elite Muslims in Saudi Arabia, the royalty, aren't actually Muslim. They're Jews. I even asked my friend who's Saudi. She lived in Jeddah for most of her life. She moved back to the States a second time now to go to school. I always wanted to get her on the show to talk about it, but she told me that she's like, yeah, our royal families in Saudi are just as perverse and disgusting as, as your governments are. You know, your government leaders are, most of them anyway. And she would tell me, she said, it's, it's very well known in Saudi. I mean, yes, there's a bias there because of Islam, but it's very well known in Saudi that the, the royal family is basically an extension of Israel. And, and the whole idea over these fighting you know, elements of, of, of Muslims and Jews, is, is a lot of that's kind of a front at the very top levels of power because they're all of the same motivation and the same background. The Saudi family is Jewish. Chew on that a little bit. Verify it if you'd like. Starts to make a lot more sense when you put this into context like this, doesn't it? So now let's go back to that terrifying book, that horrifying book that nobody is allowed to own, nobody's allowed to read, and that is Mein Kampf. They don't want you to read it, but they'll tell you all about what Hitler said in it. Let me get this clear. I don't hate Jews. I'm not an anti-Semite. When people accuse me of that, I say you're an anti-Gentile. You're anti-fact. This isn't about Jewish people. Okay, I just told you that Sabbatianism and Frankism, Zabate Zavai and Jacob Frank, took Jewish tradition, inverted and perverted it to make a new religion. In the same way that Satanists take Christianity and invert it and pervert it. Sabbatianism and Frankism, or Sabbatian Frankism, celebrate debauchery and depravity as divine. Now, that includes sexual perversity and the elimination of morality. Now, traditionally, morality means divine. Morality means God. So when you remove God from school, it doesn't mean you're removing a Christian God from school. It means you're removing the foundation of a moral and just society from school. Now, once you can remove a moral and just concept and ideology from the school system, then you can raise kids in this new, inverted, perverse, depraved debauchery that we call education, where children are taught about things like this. This is a video from Amaze.com teaching kids about, well, you'll hear it. Yes, it's normal. Lots of people watch porn. After all, it's right there and it's free. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. This is what children are being taught in school because we've removed God. Not a Christian God, but God in the moral sense. You ever read Manly P. Hall? He talks what the concept of God is all about. He talks about God is justice. God is morality. God is alignment and balance. Without those concepts embodied in the idea of God, 
You have depravity and debauchery. You have, by one name or another, Sabbatianism and Frankism. Now, Sabbatianism and Frankism are just a perverted version of Judaism, the sacred mystical religion, where they worship depravity and debauchery as the fundamental cornerstones of their religion. That's not Jewish people, okay? That's not the average person walking down the street with a yarmulke. And it isn't even necessarily a Jewish elite. It's an elite like the Saudi family who are crypto-Jews who have an immense amount of power. These are the globalist, elitist, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates people. Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, and any other person you want to throw into the equation. I mean, remember how many presidents and vice presidents and Congress people and senators over the years have said things like, I'm a Zionist, proudly. Okay, and you can say, well, Zionism is not a real thing. No, Zionism is absolutely a real thing. You can deny it all you want. Zionism is a real thing. Zionism is basically the equivalent of militant Christianity. Just like, you know, Judaism has a mystical component. Christianity has a mystical component. You know, like Gnosticism. There's Sufism in Islam. Zionism is the perverted debauchery of and the belief in the expansion of the state of Israel of Judaism. And here's where the shocker really comes in, I think. Israel was founded by Nazis. The Havara Agreement and the agreement between Joseph Goebbels and the Jewish elite that wanted to create a concentration camp in Palestine for Jewish people. Some of the original Jewish people that were brought to Israel said they did not want to go because they believed it was a concentration camp, a mass concentration camp. Now, let's go back to that book I mentioned a second ago, that horrible, terrible, no good, dirty, disgusting book, Mein Kampf. Here's a statement of what Adolf Hitler said. It was a terrible thought, and yet it could not be avoided that the greater number of, he says, Jews, we know that these aren't Jews, we know that these are Zionists, but the idea is still the same. The greater number of Sabbatian Frankists seemed specially designed by nature to play this shameful part. The fact that nine-tenths of all the smutty literature, artistic tripe, and theatrical banalities had to be charged to the account of people who formed scarcely 1% of the nation. You know, Jewish people today, the average Jewish person, makes up about 2% of the population. A small sect of those 2% are responsible for virtually half of all campaign contributions to the Democratic Party. Within that small, itty-bitty, tiny minority, you get the trans community, 0.7%. So you get a tiny minority in Jews, a tiny minority in trans or LGBTQ people. And all this money from a teeny tiny sect dumped into the Democratic Party, which is obsessed with LGBTQ. And within that, you have the move to show children pornography, which involves incest. That's predominantly pornography today, incest. Who wants to see that? Not really anybody. Who wants to watch that? Not really anybody. Who wants to participate in that? Like actually do it? Very few people. It's very taboo. Nobody. It's just not a thing. It's a fail-safe mechanism in us. Okay? People like Freud with their, uh, their Oedipus complex and their Electra complex. Back then, 100, 200 years ago even, 
sexualizing children. It's okay for little boys to have a crush on their mom. It's okay for little girls to have a crush on their dad. Sexual perversity and depravity and debauchery, whether literally or figuratively, it is Sabbatianism, it is Frankism, it is perversity, it is debauchery, it is divine, it is their form of worship. And they use Jews as a shield just like they use gay people and lesbians and trans people and queer people as shields to advance their political agendas. This is precisely what was done in Weimar Germany in the 1920s. I want to read you a little statement from a book written by Benton Bradbury. Brenton Bradbury served as an officer and aviator in the U.S. Navy from 1955 to 1977. And he wrote a book on German propaganda. Here's a statement from his book. The book is called The Myth of German Villainy. Germany experienced a runaway inflation in 1923, which nearly destroyed the German economy. During that inflation, a loaf of bread cost 4 billion marks. The middle class was wiped out, their life savings gone. People starved. Murder and violence were rampant, including sexual murder, or Lustnod, Lustmord, which became a sensation in Weimar's tabloids. Women from once respectable families could be seen prostituting themselves, their daughters, and even their sons on the streets of Berlin in order to survive. In the eyes of the world, Weimar Berlin became the epitome of decadence. Women dressed like men and flaunted their lesbian lovers. Nudity was everywhere. The very word Weimar conjured up images of cabarets, crossdressers, open homosexuality, and prostitution. Berlin, with other German cities not far behind, became a mecca of scandal, moral degradation, and nudity. Now, this is a fact. doesn't mean Jews are bad people, but, quote, Jews controlled the news, information, and entertainment industries with the perceived cause of this breakdown in public morals. Jewish control of the news, information, and entertainment industries, all very well documented. It's not necessarily a bad thing was, quote, the perceived cause of this breakdown in public morales. So because Jewish people controlled everything, people assume, well, if Jews are in control of these things, this is what we're seeing. It must be the Jewish person who's the problem. It was well established that Jews controlled prostitution and pornography, as well as the white slave trade during the Weimar years. Yes, actually, they controlled the black slave trade as well, mostly bankers. To use the language of today, the Nazis were, quote, socially conservative, even puritanical in outlook, and saw themselves as the defenders of traditional conservative Christian Volkish German values. They denounced the licitiousness which had taken root in the country and attributed it to Jewish influences. Weimar debauchery was the principal cause of the Nazi crackdown that followed. And this is precisely what the Russian government has now warned about Not that I'm promoting Russian propaganda, but this is precisely what the Russian government said is going to happen in Western society if we don't stop this extremist liberal mob. We're going to go from a liberal mob to liberal Nazi dictatorship pushing its policy of interventionism and LGBT propaganda. That's what the Russian Foreign Intelligence Service Director Sergei Narshkin said and said that Russia has a right to its own identity in the face of aggressive globalism embodied by NATO and U.S. hegemony. And that's precisely 
what every country has, a right to their own image, a right to their own culture. Back to what Adolf Hitler said. Nine-tenths of all the smutty literature, artistic, tribe, and theatrical banalities had to be charged to the account of people who form scarcely 1% of the population. Very similar to what's happening today. Rampant crime, murder, violence, sexual perversity, decadence, women dressed like men and flaunted their lesbian lovers, nudity was everywhere. Cabarets, cross-dressers, open homosexuality, showing pornography to children. That was a big part of Weimar Germany. And guess what happened? The German people had enough and they elected Adolf Hitler to power. Doesn't mean Hitler's not a psychopath. It doesn't mean that Jews are bad people. It's a much more complicated and complex issue than that. It's not Jews good, Hitler bad. It's not even about Jews. It's not even about Hitler. Winston Churchill said the war wasn't being fought against Nazism. It was being fought against the German people because they were a threat to the rest of Europe. They were so industrial and so advanced. That's why there was a First World War. That's why there was a Second World War. Germany became too powerful again. Now, who's behind this smut? Who's behind the perversity? Who's behind the depravity? Sabatians, Frankists. Why do you think... That everything on the news today is genocide, war crimes, crematoriums to burn bodies, camps, swastikas, mass graves, and they're ripping the tongues out of Ukrainians. Back in the early 20th century, the same thing was claimed about Germans. They would mutilate bodies. They would put babies literally on the end of bayonets and march into battle with infants on their bayonets. That doesn't seem very practical, does it, with those big heavy guns put an infant on the bayonet? But all of this now is being told to us as what's happening in Ukraine. And Zelensky is very proud of his Jewishness and said he wants Ukraine to be the big Israel. Now, you're not allowed to question any of this or you're an anti-Semite. But these are the very core elements of every Jewish Holocaust, museum, book, documentary, TV show, movie, you name it, etc., It's kind of interesting that according to the Jerusalem Post, Jewish people contribute to 50% of all Democratic campaign contributions. The Democratic Party is obsessed with LGBTQ, and that capital is in Tel Aviv, Israel. And according to the Israel National News, Jewish people tend to be the biggest supporters of homosexuality and communism and National Socialism, Nazism. Israel was founded by Nazis. The Havara Agreement. Even more so than atheists. So what does all this mean? Well, we're focused on Ukraine. We don't care much about the 26 million people starving to death without medical supplies or anything in Shanghai. They don't matter, just like the 80 million or so Chinese people that died in the 20th century don't matter, but 6 million Jews matter. I'm looking at what our priorities are and what is behind this perversity and debauchery, Sabatinism and Frankism embodied in that Nazi communist mouse house that is Mauschwitz in Orlando. We're going to talk about when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. And again, I want to thank you for allowing me to be on the show, Ryan. You're not like the mindless dribble around you. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. 
Broadcasting from the edge of thought and consciousness, it's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact us, shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find our books and our full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Please grab a copy of one of my books. Please subscribe to the archive to get access to all the shows with no outside advertisements, all the montages, all the digital books. Yearly subscribers get a physical copy of one of the books, and you get access to the show when it is pre-recorded hours before the broadcast, Monday through Friday. Thank you all for tuning in this evening. 
I have a story here from the Washington Post. Los Angeles County bans official travel to Florida and Texas over LGBTQ policies. The L.A. County Board of Supervisors voted this week to suspend all travel for county business to Florida and Texas. Can't imagine there's too much travel from L.A. County to Florida or Texas, but the L.A. County Board of Supervisors suspended travel for county business to Florida and Texas, citing policies and legislation in the Republican-led states that officials said were driven by, quote, transphobia and homophobia. Supervisors cited the February order by Texas Governor Greg Abbott directing the state to investigate reports of gender-affirming treatment as potential child abuse, and it absolutely is child abuse. No child. That's the optimal word. That's the key word. That's the pivotal thing. The child. No child. No child knows about their gender and sexuality enough that they should be receiving affirmation treatment that leads to puberty blockers and hormone therapy that leads to having their genitals removed or their breasts removed. Your brain isn't even fully developed to make rational decisions until you're about 24, 25 years old. This is child abuse. This is just downright anti-human and perverse. That doesn't mean that the one person, the one person or the three people in the United States who actually feel like they're in a different body and compared to the rest of the population, it doesn't mean that they're not humans. It doesn't mean that they don't deserve treatment. But you don't do this to children, that you don't do this to kids, you don't confuse kids. This is perversity. Now, according to the board, quote, to be clear, the directive is not about protecting trans kids, they say. It's not about trans kids. It's about denying their existence and cutting off access to life-saving treatment. Really? Because trans kids have a higher rate of suicide. That's not because they're made fun of. It's because of the hormone. It's because of the puberty drugs. It's because when you take puberty blockers and hormone drugs and hormone therapy, it actually prevents the development of the brain. So you now become permanently trapped in a state of physiological and biological arrested development. You become damaged and injured physically and mentally. And when you become damaged physically and mentally, someone has to take care of you. The state steps in and says, we'll take care of you. Here's your universal basic income, like Palm Springs California is giving to trans residents. They're taking taxpayer money and they're giving it to people who simply identify as trans. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, a universal basic income to trans people. You know, it's like, it's like when you study nutrition and health. I've been reading one of my favorite authors, my favorite lifestyle doctor. I know that's very nerdy to say. <laughs> um, Dr. Michael Greger. He wrote a couple of books, How Not to Die and How Not to Diet. And these aren't diet books. They're excellent books of nutrition and how uh, distorted the food industry makes, you know, uh, food and, 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 and nutrition and things like that. And, you know, he reports on all these studies about, you know, people that stop eating, you know, fat or people that are fed more fat and trying to, is fat bad, is salt bad, is sugar, trying to figure these things out. In a lot of cases, it's 
people that start eating a simplified diet, that what ends up happening is they they lose a little bit of weight. But is it because they stopped eating the butter, or is it because they had you know changed their their overall lifestyle? They st- people that eat vegetables are more likely to walk. So is it the vegetables that make them thin, or is it the exercise? Like things like that. And this is the same thing that's happening with trans people. Why are trans people suicidal? Is it because they're being made fun of? Or is it because trans people are the most extreme case of identity crisis? It's like a permanent midlife crisis when it's coddled and affirmed. Not that some people really aren't in another body. That that really is a thing. It's just such a small percent of the population, you can't even see it on a graph. But when you get regular kids that just want to play dress up and then they're taken to gender affirmation therapy and then they're given puberty blockers and hormone therapy and then signed up to go get surgery without parental consent, that's completely unacceptable. It's more unacceptable when states like California and places in uh, Canada make it illegal to stop the child from getting that surgery, to even inform the parents of it. They're giving kids these drugs in school without parental consent. That is beyond unacceptable. Whatever nurse does that, whatever psychologist does that, needs to be strung up as far as I'm concerned. You need to be brought before a jury of your peers, tried and convicted of child abuse. Let's just keep it at child abuse to keep this a... uh, To keep this a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A calm, gentle, non-aggressive show. Because people like that, a lot worse needs to happen to them. I'm thinking wild, wild west style. All right, when you do that to children, you're a perverted piece of trash. I don't care how green your hair is. I don't care how many piercings you have in your face. That's the thing. It's not even people like that. Those people are victims of a system that uses them and throws them away, that literally damages their brains with the drugs that prevent the brain from developing, prevent the body from developing, and cut off the parts of the body that have developed, putting people into a perpetual state of arrested development, mental and physical impairment. So you take that universal basic income and you, at a moment's notice, march into the streets and protest and riot and talk about equality and peace and justice while you are the most racist, bigoted, sexist, genderist people that ever walked the face of this planet, you red guard, lying, puke-faced, Gestapo, jackbooted, communist, Marxist, petty tyrant, punk thugs. Excuse me. So Los Angeles County says no more official travel to Florida. Here's what the... Stupid virtue signaling, and that's all that it is, a virtue signaling board of supervisors said in their motion. Oh, we're so powerful. We're not going to go to Florida anymore. How many times a year does the L.A. County Board of Supervisors go to Florida for an official visit? Like, that's what states do, not normally what cities do. I mean, that does happen, but it's not normally what cities do. It's just, it's virtue signaling. Oh, they're not going to go to Florida. We, we like L.A. County Board of Supervisors. We'll vote for them again. Here's what the motion said. The kind of school environment imagined in this legislation is one that is uncomfortable. And by the way, they're talking about HB 1557, not the don't say gay bill, but HB 1557, which prohibits instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity for pre-K through third grade. That's sexual orientation of either a homosexual or straight nature or gender identity of any nature. You don't say that to kindergartners, first graders, second graders, and third graders, and especially you don't do it if it is done in a perverse and disgusting, perverted way. 
The kind of school environment imagined in this legislation is one that is uncomfortable, unsafe, unwelcoming, and toxic for all students and staff alike, particularly those who identify as LGBTQ+. Literally, literally, they are basically taking the concept of what is being done in schools and inverting it. Because what this does in school is it creates an uncomfortable, it creates an unsafe, it creates an unwelcoming, and it creates a toxic environment for all students. Because virtually every student in any class anywhere in America is not LGBTQ. They're not even straight. They're just kids. And they'll develop a natural tendency to find the opposite sex attractive. That's human nature. That's biology. That's instinct. That is what God created and not the Christian God. That's the creation, the evolution, the design. That is nature. That is science. That is real. Some people honestly do feel an attraction to other people. And that's fine. I don't care. I've never looked down on somebody for being gay. I don't care what you do. I just don't want to hear about it. Likewise, you know, being a guy, hanging around other guys, I don't like hearing about when other guys talk about having sex with women. I don't want to hear that. Maybe in that way, I'm more conservative in terms of how I view things. I don't want to hear about how you bang someone. I don't care about that. I don't want to hear that. I want to talk about things that matter. I want to talk about the Federal Reserve. I don't want to hear about some bimbo you picked up at the bar. I don't want to hear about straight sex. I don't want to hear about gay sex. It's not my prerogative. I don't care. Why does that matter? Again, these are kids. It's like that movie uh, Spotlight. You ever seen Spotlight? Mark Ruffalo, I think it's, is it Mark Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo's character. He's getting pretty angry toward the end. It's about the Boston uh, Globe investigating the pedophilia within the church. And um, Mark Ruffalo's character gets really, really upset because um, I I think it was because they were like holding the, uh, they were holding the story and he wanted to just publish it. And he's like, they, they knew They knew about this. They were doing this to kids. It's like, I feel that sentiment. Because most of these kids, virtually all these kids, none of them are trans, none of them are LGBTQ. And yet teaching this to a predominantly young group of children makes them uncomfortable, makes it unsafe, makes it unwelcoming, and makes it toxic. I think I have this clip here. We got law. This is it. No, this is law covering for one priest. There's another 90 out there. Yeah, and we'll, we'll print that story when we get it, but we, we got to go with this now. No, I'm not going to rush the story, Mike. We don't have a choice, Robbie. If we don't rush to print, somebody else is going to find these letters no. and butcher the story. Joe Quimby from the Herald was at the freaking courthouse. Mike. What? Why, why are we hesitating? Barron told us to get law. This is law. Barron told us to get the system. We need the full scope. That's the only thing that will put an end to this. Then let's take it up to Ben. Let him decide. We'll take it to Ben when I say it's time. It's time, Robbie. It's time. They knew, and they let it happen to kids. Okay? It could have been you. It could have been me. It could have been any of us. We got to nail these scumbags. We got to show people that nobody can get away with this. Not a priest or a cardinal or a freaking pope. That's my sentiment right there. Nobody can get away with this. Why am I angry? Because they're doing this to kids. Why are you not angry? I got some emails from listeners. You obviously know who you are, who said something, uh, said some things to me that rang very true to me because I experienced the same thing. I've had a couple of listeners email me this week and tell me that when they bring these subjects up, I'm not talking about LGBTQ, I'm talking about pedophilia and human trafficking. Their family basically disowns them. 
or their family thinks that they're a pervert because they're interested in exposing and talking about this. I've had the same experience. One of the first uh, girls I dated thought that I was a pedophile. She asked me once or twice. I don't think she actually thought that, but she she asked me. She's like, are are you like interested in kids? Like, what is wrong with you? Why are you so obsessed with this? I'm so obsessed with it because they're doing it to kids and nobody seems to give a damn. That's why I'm obsessed with it. And I've been obsessed with it long before LGBTQ. I've been obsessed with this for years. I got kicked off of radio networks because of this. Now they're just taking what happens at the Vatican. They're taking what happens at Disney World. And they're making it a public cultural policy. A policy of Sabbatianism and Frankism. Sexual perversity. No morality. An inversion of divinity and traditional teachings and laws. The elimination of morality and guilt, the sacredness and the worship of debauchery and depravity, Sabbatian Frankism, baby. That's where it's at. Taking Jews and using them as shields to advance their agenda. It's not Jews. These dumb Nazi, neo-Nazi, you know, white supremacist group. It's not Jews, morons. It's people that have taken on the skin of the Jew. It's people that have taken on the skin of the homosexual. It's people that, like in politics, take on the skin of the Republican, take on the skin of the Democrat. They're not really Republicans or Democrats. They're psychopaths that want power. Also in California, not only is Palm Springs giving UBI to trans people, and L.A. County's Board of Supervisors is like, we're not going to send anyone anymore to Florida. I mean, is, is Governor DeSantis having regular meetings with the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors? I didn't think so. Just another virtue signaling thing to obtain social credit and make you sound like a good person. We don't want to go to Florida anymore. They don't like gay people. That's not what the bill says. It says you can't teach perversity to children. Okay? That means straight. That means gay. That means all of it, unless it's uh, age-appropriate. And teaching kids about porn is not age-appropriate, despite what Amaze.com says. Yes, it's normal. Lots of people watch porn. After all, it's right there, and it's free. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. I bet you if you take that and you do some audio work with it, you're going to find that underlying track, like in that TV show Evil where there's that voice that's telling kids to commit suicide. Down for attention, across for results. Down for attention, across for results. Down for attention, across for results. Learn more about porn. Click here. Yeah, when porn is predominantly incest, oh, now I get it. Where's all the incest coming from? Who's promoting porn? Oh, amaze.com. They're promoting it to kids. That means they're promoting incest to kids. Oh, so if they're promoting porn and incest to kids, who's paying for all this? Oh, the people that are predominantly behind the LGBTQIA plus networks. Oh, and where's the capital? Tel Aviv, Israel. Oh, and Tel Aviv, Israel, not only is the gay capital, but most of the people that live in Israel are the biggest supporters of those things and the Democratic Party. No wonder the Democratic Party is obsessed with promoting this. That's not an opinion. That's the Jerusalem Post 50% of all campaign donations from the Democratic Party or to the Democratic Party come from Jewish people. Doesn't mean your average Jew donating to the Democratic Party is a pervert any more than your average, you know, Republican 
It just means that there are people using a Jewish person as a shield against criticism of their perverse, debauchery, Sabbatian, Frankism ideology in the same way they're using LGBTQ people in the same way women have been used. You want to get to the woman? You want to abuse her? You want to rape her? You want to torture her? Got to get rid of the man first because the man's going to protect his woman. The man's going to protect his family. You want to get to the child? Got to get rid of the man and the woman because the mom's going to protect her child. So you convince women that in order to be free, in order to be open and living life like you never imagined escaping from the patriarchy, you got to show your butthole on OnlyFans, right? If you spread your legs and do a porno, that's freedom, ladies. Who said I can't do that? Nobody said you can't do it. You can do it, but don't think that means you're free. People have used and abused women and the image of women in a disgusting and perverse way. I love how the people that are like really upset about, well, that's not what real women look like in the advertisements are the same people that are like, hey, if I show you my butthole on the internet, that's equality and freedom. No, that's perversity. That does not mean you are empowered. Biologically, when I look at a woman who has kids, who maybe has a job, like that's an empowered woman. Okay, I'm not saying a porn star can't be an empowered woman. Some of them probably are. I'm just saying that doesn't mean that you're free. I'm just saying that because you are questioning how such a small person of the population can have such a great influence, that doesn't mean you're anti-Semitic. That doesn't mean you're anti-gay or transphobic. It means, huh, where did these people get all this money And why are the same people behind all of these perverse, disgusting, depraved movements? California also saw its corporate diversity law ruled unconstitutional. One of the most blatant, significant attacks on the Constitution, basically saying that corporations had to hire people of certain racial, ethnic, or LGBT groups simply because, you know, let's just be let's just be really blunt and gross with it. In California, they're telling corporations you have to hire gay men because they like having penises in their butt. I mean, that just makes no sense at all. And it's incredibly discriminatory. It's incredibly illegal. And luckily, a judge ruled with common sense and the rule of law, which protects all people, that you can't just hire people explicitly because they like gay sex. What is wrong with these people? By the way, former Olympians and swimmers sent a letter of concern to the NCAA after Leah Thomas's championship sweep. That was three days ago. A group of University of Arizona swimmers, hey, right here in Arizona, including former Olympians, wrote a letter of concern to the NCAA after transgender athlete Leah Thomas swept at the recent women's championship in Atlanta, where Thomas, a biological male, outperformed and outpaced multiple female competitors. They sent this to the NCAA Board of, uh, of Governors. The athlete said the collegiate governing body, quote, has successfully failed everyone, end quote, by allowing Thomas, who has distinct biological advantages, to compete against women to, quote, appease everybody. But it doesn't appease everybody, just like the L.A. County Board of Supervisors. This creates a dangerous environment for kids. It's unsafe and unwelcoming. Yes, it does for kids that are in school because none of them are LGBT. Okay, 
And then we have CNN saying the right-wing children's entertainment complex is trying to teach kids about the dangers of Marxism and how a free market works and being non-aggressive and having personal responsibility and also being respectful to everybody regardless of their gender or sex. That's horribly racist and transphobic. Really? So here's my problem. If CNN says that liberal education is indoctrination, which they admit right here in the article, and they say conservative indoctrination is also indoctrination, I'd rather my kid be taught about a free market and personal responsibility rather than taught how to go find incest porn on the internet, you perverted pieces of garbage. If that's conservative indoctrination, sign me up for it. The reality is it's not conservative indoctrination. It's how you create a moral, just, free, safe society. Doing anything to the contrary, like a Sabbatian Frankist taking sacred Jewish religious ideas and concepts and inverting them to use Jewish people as a shield in order to acquire social credit and wealth using Holocaust museums and books and documentaries and all these other things to make an immense amount of profit, to use the Jewish people as a shield to advance your financial desires and to advance your social standing and your political power. It's shameful. It's repulsive. It's anti-human. And then also, LGBTQIA people are being used just as much as a shield. Oh, and by the way, 25 million, 25 to 26 million residents of Shanghai are locked down with dwindling food and medical care, but nobody cares, right? Those Chinese people were also irrelevant when 65 to 80 million were slaughtered in the 20th century by communists. Instead, the focus has been on 6 million Jews. None of the millions of other people slaughtered in the name of fascism, communism, national socialism, etc. During the same time, you know, it's also kind of funny that national socialism is Nazism and Israel was established by the Nazi party of Germany. And Jewish people, according to Jewish press, are the biggest supporters of homosexuality and communism and socialism. So it's no wonder that there's a stereotype of Jewish people wanting to not work and just take money from other people. That's a cornerstone of socialism. It's no wonder Jewish people have a terrible reputation of being sexual perverts when they support homosexuality and LGBTQ, and Tel Aviv is the proud capital of gay people and LGBTQ in the world, and Jewish people, according to mainline Jewish publications, are the biggest supporters of the Democratic Party, which is the biggest supporter of all this perversity. And the Democratic Party is also moving toward hardcore leftist, communist, Marxist socialism while they're getting half their campaign contributions from Zionists. I mean, think about Disney. What is a Mickey Mouse hat with those ears anyway? It turns you into a mouse or rat carrying plague and pestilence to be called to be exterminated to stop the spread of disease. Whether rainbow ears or black ears, they're attached to a little black felt cap. Do you know why we wear the black felt cap? To remind us that God is above us. Who wears the little black felt cap? What are those Mickey Mouse ears? They're basically a yarmulke that degrades the Gentile. It's no wonder Disney stands where they stand on these ideas. Does it make sense yet? Hope I'm not just talking to the wind here. Remember, these aren't Jews, folks. These are Sabbatian Frankists who believe in a perversion. A perversion. A perversion of the sacred, a perversion of the divine, and a perversion of sexuality. So who is behind it then? Who's responsible for all of this then? 
Who's responsible for teaching this kind of trash to children? Yes, it's normal. Lots of people watch porn. After all, it's right there and it's free. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. You want to hear another one that's even scarier? Here is the Pete Booty Gig, as they call him, transportation uh, secretary. I'll just listen to it. I pledge my heart. I pledge my heart. To the rainbow. To the rainbow. Of the not-so-typical gay camp. Of the not-so-typical gay camp. One camp. One camp. Full of pride. Full of pride. Indivisible. Indivisible. With affirmation and equal rights for all. With affirmation and equal rights for all. Watch your heads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Equal rights and affirmation for all. Yeah, affirming mental illness, right? Well, see, I'm okay with equal rights. We have that in the Constitution. We have that in the... Bill of Rights, we have that in the 14th Amendment. We have that as the rule of law in this country. And then you, you have kids sing the, the, the gay national anthem. What the hell is going on? If you're gay, do you agree with this? This isn't about gay people. This isn't about trans people. This isn't about any of that stuff. And by the way, what's happening in Ukraine is intimately connected with this because they're selling you a new holocaust. But all the stories now are false. The crematoriums are false. War crimes are unprovable. Swastikas burn in the bodies. Unprovable. Bodies being, you know, decimated. Tongues ripped out. All the same crap they said about the Germans in the early 20th century, long before Hitler ever took power. Zelensky is a big, big-time Jew, he says. He's big-time Jewish. He wants Israel to basically come to Ukraine. He wants Ukraine to be the, quote, big Israel. So what do you think is behind this? Who do you think is supporting this? Who do you think is responsible for this? I got two words. Sabatians. Frankists. And at the core of all of this garbage, at the core of all of this nonsense, is the Black Magic Empire in Orlando, Florida. The Mouse House. Mouschwitz. Which has been the turning point in this cultural conversation because they don't like that you can't teach perverted stuff to children in schools in Florida anymore up to third grade. So they want to make all their movies, all their TV shows about LGBTQ. Remember what happened in Weimar, Germany? The homelessness, the poverty, the cultural depravity, transvestites, cross-dressers, showing porn to children, same thing is happening here today. They identified the problem as Jews because Jews controlled all the media entertainment. Today, we can identify the problem as Sabati and Frankists if we have to give it a name. In other words, it's basically communism and Marxism. It's the most perverse, disgusting, filthy, degenerate system ever devised by man if these people were even men. Turning the whole world into Malschwitz. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please subscribe to our archive to get access to all the shows before they even air when they are pre-recorded. You'll also get access to the montages, all my digital books. The show will be mostly ad-free. You'll hear the network air uh, aired ads, but you won't hear the outside advertisements. Otherwise, you can listen to the show for free on any of the radio podcast players. There's a free archive on our site to get access to all that. Just check it out, www.thesecretteachings.info. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Send us an email, rdgable at yahoo.com. 
Let me know what you think of the show. 